Gujarat is all decked up to go to polls. The elections will be held in two phases from December 1. Home state of Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Gujarat has been a political stronghold for the BJP for a very long time. The 2017 elections saw the BJP winning with a simple majority. 2017 was also the time when issues such as demonetization, GST and partidar reservations dominated the polls. This year poll issues are different. So, what are the poll issues this time? Will the AAP win a significant position in the Gujarat elections with its aggressive campaigning? Amid the Bharat Jodo Yatra, how will the Congress perform? Will the BJP continue to play a dominating role in Gujarat? Hello and welcome to the BL podcast. This is Nabodita Ganguly. Today I am joined by Purnima Joshi from Business Line who will speak in depth about the Gujarat polls. Hi Purnima, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks Nabodita, hi. So Purnima, you recently visited Gujarat. which is going to polls in december so how is the scenario there see i feel that uh, the kind of up- upheaval and uh, tension we saw in 2017 mm-hmm. when there was an agitation on the ground for uh, reservation by the partidars who are an influential community who are responsible literally for creation of the bjp in in gujarat uh, because you know in uh, 1985 against a caste uh, sort of uh, consolidation that congress chief minister madhav singh solanki created it was called the kham the kshatriya harijan adivasi and muslim that was the kind of uh, rainbow coalition the congress made at that time and they won a huge number of seats in fact that uh, that victory has uh, has never been repeated even by narendra modi in gujarat that kind of uh, caste consolidation got the congress home and they promised a uh, a 27% obc uh, reservation in gujarat uh, madhav singh solanki and uh, that created uh, a lot of uh, backlash from the upper castes uh, and the partidars who rebelled and there was uh, there was all the campuses on varan fire in gujarat the anti uh, obc reservation uh, movement started and partidars literally kind of built the bjp in gujarat simultaneously if you remember in the late 80s and the 90s there was also the resurrection of the ramjan not resurrection but the creation mm-hmm. of the ramjan bhoomi movement uh, from somnath which is in uh, in gujarat uh, the advani ji's rath yatra started from somnath to ayodhya so that was the creation of the of the uh, of the bjp in gujarat and uh, they made a sitting so, uh, chief minister resigns madhav singh solanki and the janata party government came to power and then the bjp came to so uh, uh, this is the bjp fortress uh, for the last 27 years they have not lost an election and uh, they are very very entrenched in gujarat so but um, uh, so to shake the bjp in gujarat it would take the kind of um, a uh, kind of uh, agitation and mobilization which we saw last time uh, which the bjp uh, tried very hard to contain and they managed somehow in the end uh, you know uh, through surat and through uh, micromanaging uh, by amit shah and uh, arun jetli 
they managed to sail through even in the in a tough election like last time where where they were pitted against the wall uh, by the patidar agitation by uh, uh, by resentment uh, among the trader community over gst demonetization those were uh, those were real issues at that time uh, right now those uh, those tensions have been papered over uh, and uh, the only issue the bjp has right now it's a serious issue of uh, price rise Mm-hmm. uh you know uh now uh even to take price rise to the people and and uh, agitate and mobilize around it you would require a kind of party structure and organizational ability which the congress uh, simply lacks in in gujarat plus there is a uh, so bjp is uh, has a, has an entrenched party structure organization also the uh, the election management uh, supervised by amit shah and modi himself you know i mean he's he's been touring gujarat they have opened up the narmada uh, uh, sort of waters in uh, in kutch and saurashtra those are arid areas and narmada waters has have reached there and uh, if you uh, if you notice in the last couple of days the presence of medha patkar who opposed mm-hmm. the sardar sarovar sarovar dam uh is being flagged by the bjp in gujarat saying congress is uh, is uh, was anti sardar sarovar dam yes. and narmada waters although i mean it's ironical that the congress cannot sell it because they were the ones who who um raised the dam and they were the ones who okayed the dam and supervised it and fought that uh, battle with medha patkar so uh, that's a political miscalculation in uh, during gujarat elections that rahul gandhi has made by invite inviting so will that be a major issue with like rahul gandhi walking with yeah Mayhem well Bhattar? yeah well in some areas yes uh, you know in okay. kutch and saurashtra bjp will make it a, a, a big issue so what i'm saying is to make an issue reach people and then mobilize around it and to create emotion around it bjp is a, has a is a is a master at that Uh, you know look at what they're doing with medha patkar and sardar sarovar and congress is is stumped uh, although they are the ones who who created the dam right they are the ones True. who emphasized the dam uh, but the congress is not able to mobilize on price rise as much as they should uh, you know because this is a real issue uh, people are groaning about it you know uh, there is a natural uh, sort of resentment against it but that's not that's not becoming an election issue as much as it should have so uh and the third factor uh, in gujarat is amadmi party uh you know which is uh, which is going to cut votes uh, on both sides uh, uh it's going to harm the congress also and it will harm the bjp as well uh you know so um so i but uh, i think the bjp right now is quite comfortably be comfortably placed in gujarat do you think tribal protest which intensified during march it's not intensified now but does that play any factor in the gujarat elections yeah but uh, uh they'll be contained in some areas uh you know and okay. uh, uh and so uh aap is getting some support uh, mm-hmm. uh in the tribal areas uh, particularly in south uh, gujarat um in the areas bordering surat uh you know um so uh, um but overall i don't think it's going to make much dent in uh, okay. in the bjp's uh, prospects if you know what i mean yes so yeah. 
coming back to aap where does aap stand with regards to the gujarat elections is it being able to mobilize price rise inflation as an issue for the voters yeah well aap is an energetic campaigner and they mm-hmm. go into elections with the with the determination to win and they have a committed cadre but gujarat is too big a state for them uh you know delhi is a, was a small state it was the seat of uh, anna hazare uh, protest movement uh a punjab again you know they're dealing with uh, with already uh, um uh, an agitation on the ground kisan andolan was there so BG, there was no question of bjp ever making it there and uh, the congress was uh, was uh, subsumed in uh, in the infighting and factional fights that happened between sidhu and uh, and uh, amrinder singh and amrinder they singh left left in the middle of the elections mm-hmm. so uh, so aap could uh, could get in where there was a vacuum in punjab and delhi of course uh, it defeated the three term chief minister uh, sheila dekshit uh, on the back of the anna hazare movement mm-hmm. now i don't see any uh, anything like a kisan movement or an anna hazare movement in in gujarat and you are dealing with uh, with a massive kind of uh, mammoth election machine called the bjp uh, and uh, coupled with the popularity of the prime minister he is uh, uh, i mean i've heard uh, people say he can make a dog win i mean if modi ji says i i'm uh, you vote for a donkey we'll vote for a donkey that is how popular he is in gujarat uh and uh, so uh, so aap uh, um did well in the surat municipal polls in 2021 they got a surprise uh, uh number of seats there and uh, they've been campaigning there for uh, for some time but i i suspect that a they have peaked too early b they have uh, they have not got their caste arithmetic right when they're choosing their uh, chief ministerial candidate uh you know isudan garvi uh, is from an insignificant obc caste mm. uh and uh, if you were still to mobilize some remnants of uh, you know uh, resentment uh, among the partidars you should have chosen a partidar you know who are a significant uh, vote bank in in gujarat uh plus uh, you know uh, uh, after the choice of the chief minister uh, a lot of uh, heavyweights left uh up uh, you know um uh, there's a, f- a fellow called raja guru who who went back to the congress he's a, you know he's w- one of the richest candidates in in gujarat and he had uh, won from uh, rajkot east in um, in 2012 and in 2017 he fought against vijay rupani the then chief minister uh, so he's a he's a sort of a influential uh, patron in that area and if you're a new party you need patrons you need you know uh, backing and you need resources so um aap has lost some of that uh, so from from what i could see was that they were uh, being confined to surat uh, where there are they are in fight in five six seats uh, how many will they win i can't be sure Uh, surat and adjoining areas some of the tribal seats yes and uh, uh, also some bits in saurashtra but i didn't see them anywhere in north gujarat i didn't see them anywhere in central gujarat which has the largest number of seats 
uh, you know, around Ahmedabad and uh, so on. Uh, no presence of harp. Like uh, uh, you walk around Ahmedabad, uh, you don't see any recognition for harp uh, there. So um, I think harp has peaked too early uh, in Gujarat and they're kind of dissipating now. All right. So will it be safe to say that it will be BJP or AAP? Like whatever votes that BJP will not get will go to AAP, not Congress. Congress is nowhere in the scene. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I okay. wouldn't say that. I All think right. uh, I uh, I think the Kejriwal's uh, projection that Congress is going, only going to get five seats and so mm-hmm. on. I don't think that's right. Uh, Congress, uh, Congress got 41% of the vote last time, uh, you know. So uh, they'll, of course, come down quite a bit uh, because AAP will eat, will eat into. But I doubt if AAP is going to be the main opposition party in Gujarat. Okay. Uh, you know, I think it would still be the Congress because uh, uh, I have travel, traveled around in North Gujarat. I didn't find any AAP there. Uh, you know, uh, the Congress, of course, was present. So Congress still has its committed vote bank. It still has its committed, uh, you know, whether or not uh, they are large in numbers, but they have a cadre and they have recognition on the ground. People recognize Congress. ARP is a, is a new force. So they, there is some interest that they have generated. But like I said, unlike Delhi or Punjab, Gujarat is a huge state. And uh, across the state, to generate that kind of enthusiasm and interest when you're pitted against an entrenched force like the BJP mm-hmm. will take them some time. So they will uh, they will gain some vote share uh, in uh, in Gujarat, definitely. How much, I can't say. But in terms of seats, I, I mean, I would be surprised if up, up uh, hits uh, double digit, if you know what I okay. mean. Yeah. So in your story, you mentioned that one of the reasons for AAP not being able to do well is a lack of local candidates. So is it a lack of organizational structure or? I mean, uh, you know, I went to their office and their office had been ransacked by people who wanted uh, tickets, uh, you know. Uh, So uh, uh, there would be candidates and there would be local candidates. But as as of now, and we are, uh, it's already, uh, you know, uh, it's on uh, it's 22nd uh, mm-hmm. of November and the voting is on the 1st and the 5th December but I didn't see the kind of recognition there is for the Congress candidates on the ground or for the BJP candidates on the ground people didn't know who the up candidate was in those areas you know mm-hmm. so uh, um, I would say North Central uh uh, Gujarat, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't see any sign of AAP, actually. Even in Ahmedabad, uh, which is the capital city, which is where AAP Kejriwal has been, you know, they, they have an office there. But there was no recognition for AAP or their candidates uh, there. So uh, I suspect uh, some bit of South Gujarat, Surat particularly, uh, which is where they did well in municipal elections, and Saurashtra. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in rest of the regions, it will be Congress versus BJP. It will be a bipolar contest okay. with the AAP eating into some vote bank here. And another factor there is uh, MIM of Asaduddin Owesi, which mm-hmm. is camping in some areas, you know, like uh, Vadgam, which is the constituency of Jignesh Mavani, Congress leader. 
uh, he's being confined jignesh is being confined to adgam because mim is uh, is camping there and uh, there's a fair bit of muslim vote there in vargaon so there there are uh, like lalu prashad yadav would say there are all these vote cutwas uh, in gujarat uh, you know uh, but uh, by and large i see uh, uh, you know uh, the contest is still at least in north and central gujarat uh, is quite bipolar you know okay so it's either bjp or congress bjp or congress yeah okay. yeah and yeah. rahul gandhi working so much with the bharat jodo yatra talking to so many people even though like he did arrive in gujarat late that really didn't have a mark on the people of gujarat right yeah well the campaign has just started and mm-hmm. rahul gandhi is only starting now but like i said last time there was an energy in in the congress you know rahul gandhi was literally camping there and uh, you know going around and so on but i didn't see that kind of energy in the congress campaign uh, this time around you know like last time yeah. i've attended a few of rahul's rallies uh, very energetic and and uh, well attended uh, you know hardik patel was a was a firebrand at that time uh, okay. you know he was uh, getting the kind of crowds only established politicians get uh, you know and he's a, he's a very very uh, good orator uh, in gujarati and he, he was practically tracking narendra modi you know i mean he would follow the prime minister and he would contradict whatever he was saying uh you know in uh, in local lingo and he was quite effective as mm-hmm. far as i could make out but hardik has now joined uh, joined the bjp you know so he's been kind of neutralized uh so congress doesn't have that kind of firepower this time it's a very uh, it's a very tired kind of election actually and the bjp seems to be the only party with some level of energy aap has it but aap is being constrained by the lack of resources and the kind of sort of uh, also let's not forget there is an election going on in in uh, delhi hmm. so bjp strategy is to uh, is to hold the municipal elections in delhi simultaneously and uh, put in a lot of firepower into it i mean you have himanta biswa sarma from assam campaigning in delhi you have mm-hmm. yogi adityanath campaigning in delhi you have pushkar singh dhami campaigning in delhi there's a fair bit of uttarakhand uh, population here uh in delhi migrant population so bjp is uh, is also trying to hem kejriwal in you know because uh, they are a small uh, new party you know and they don't have the kind of resources and um star power to camp in two states and and campaign mm-hmm. simultaneously which the bjp can easily do uh you know okay. so uh, so up is being hemmed in uh, especially by the mcd elections in delhi uh you know so uh their 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 attention is kind of diverted uh also to delhi and kejriwal has mentioned this uh, time and again that they uh, they coordinated these elections so that we are constrained uh you know okay. uh, in campaigning so aps uh, aap can aap is a very very energetic campaigner and they mm-hmm. have uh, all these volunteers and all that but i i suspect that they're they're getting a bit hemmed in in gujarat it seems like kejriwal is focusing more on gujarat like recently kejriwal tweeted the wave of change is moving fast in gujarat so it seems like the aap's primary focus is gujarat as of now well i wouldn't say that i think the aap would like to win uh, the corporation in delhi okay which is which is their main seat hmm. you know 
so uh, i don't so aap has pulled out all its resources from himachal for instance which is which also saw an election uh, and aap was trying to campaign there uh, earlier but they pulled out all resources from himachal and focused on gujarat so they would focus on gujarat but they would also focus a lot in delhi because uh, <laughs> delhi is uh, very very crucial for for our they they giving it uh, all they've got uh, to win the corporation elections in delhi mm-hmm. yeah so ponima will the morbi bridge collapse tragedy remain in the memory of voters as they go for elections will that have an impact on the voter outlook yeah well maybe some in morbi itself but uh, with the help of the godi media the uh, the narrative has been uh, contained by the bjp quite a bit you know okay. i mean it has not become as big as it could have become i mean it was uh, it was the kind of tragedy that would uh, that would remain in popular uh, memory for a long time mm. but uh, uh, i think the media has kind of buried more morbi you know Isn't that the political parties also couldn't pick point this narrative? Yeah, well, uh, that too, that too. But Congress is raising it, whatever. But without the active kind of uh, involvement of the of the mainstream media and so on, these kind of things uh, somehow just get lost in popular consciousness. So, uh, Morbi is not as big an issue as it could have been. Okay, what I would say. Yeah. All right. and what about the old pension scheme like congress and aap are constantly saying that they will bring it back if they come yeah, to it power it would have its uh, it would mm-hmm. have a constituency it would have uh, some resonance i mean like uh, the pm has been talking about revenues being distributed mm-hmm. uh, both aap and uh, congress are talking about it mm-hmm. um uh, but what i'm saying is that you know the larger kind of narrative that gets built up built up uh, either on welfareism or uh you know like last time patidar uh, reservation was the big narrative in gujarat yes. yeah you know so old pension scheme is not not part of the big narrative you know it's a very small narrative yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 so what's the most big narrative for parties as of now which bjp is banking on bjp would bank on development and uh, prime minister modi you know and also mm-hmm. that they ha- they are pulling out uh i mean why would uh, the logic gujarat is a very laissez faire mercantile and uh, utilitarian kind of state uh mm-hmm. you know uh, i'm just giving a a kind of um exceptionalism which is uh, which is which exists for gujarat you know it's okay. a very practical approach to uh, to life uh and uh, they want to do their dhanda and stuff and bjp is get, getting them good uh, value for money you know i mean uh, they're pulling out businesses from other states and they're putting it in gujarat mm-hmm. so why would why shouldn't gujarat vote for for the bjp mm-hmm. for continuity for stability for better business opportunities uh you know and uh, the kind of infrastructure development uh, that uh, big cities have seen mm-hmm. abdabad vadodara and all of that Uh, why shouldn't the gujaratis vote for for the bjp yeah makes sense so even the traders who actually are a very important vote bank are backing bjp yeah yeah very much so unlike last yeah all right so to conclude the key takeaways bjp is likely to win in gujarat the one shouldn't 
yeah one shouldn't predict like that politics yeah that's uh, true politics is uh, you know and they may be undercurrent for our future and we have missed all the mistakes in beating elections but uh, i would say to be safe the bjp is quite comfortable right okay all right pornima thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you Thank you so much for listening to our content. If you like it, please subscribe and share. Thank you.